0: yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Coach Luke. How is everybody doing out there in basketball land today? Everything is good? Well, you know we had that daggone uh, free agent frenzy yesterday. It was crazy. It was crazy. But let's get on into the episode. Episode 25, Done Deal. The name of episode 25 is Done Deal. And I think everybody knows what Coach Luke is talking about when he says Done Deal. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Alright? But before we get into episode 25 Done Deal, you guys know what you gotta do. Tap in. Tap in to All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball on Facebook. And if you need good training, Hit that email button, download, share, like, download. Come on, people! All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, let's get into episode twenty-five, man. And as y'all know, Coach Luke got the you know New York New York Knicks Blues right now. But you know, I gotta keep it moving, man. I gotta keep hope alive for those New York Knicks. You know, we ain't got many fans in the New York area. But you got a fan and, and, and Coach Lou. Remember that, you know. And I, I definitely hope, you know, one of these days, you know, wish a wishing star come down and and James Dolan might sell the team. But I don't think that's gonna happen. So you know, there's brighter days for the Knicks coming up. They took an L yesterday. They took a, a few L's yesterday. So it was kind of rough. Definitely kind of rough, you know. So we're gonna get into episode. 25, you know, it was a big, big free agent frenzy, man. Players were going everywhere. The NBA shelled out probably close to a billion dollars yesterday. And as of today, you're over the billion dollar mark as far as, uh, uh, trade signing trades, as far as, um, you know, offer sheets and, and, and max, max deals being given out across the league. So definitely by today, the, with, with all of the things that happened yesterday and as well as today, you're definitely over uh, $1 billion as far as contracts and things of that nature is concerned. And I tell you, man, it was real crazy. A lot of people didn't understand, man. I, and like Coach Luke said in his recent podcast, there are a lot of players that you didn't really uh, see coming in this free agency market. You know, a lot of guys opted out at the last minute. You know, they opted out. Look at Al Horford, Philadelphia, man. Now, we, we said he was a little too uh, past the max, but I'll be doggone. He got $100 million from the Philadelphia 76ers, all right? And he just went right next door from Boston to Philadelphia. So, I mean, I tell you, man, it was a whole... Big situation yesterday going on. A whole big situation that was going on. And, of course, you know, I mean, hey, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, stand up, man. They're ready now, man. And, I mean, they already had a nice nucleus of players. But now with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, I mean, come on. And, of course, they added DeAndre Jordan to the mix. Well, you know, I I think DeAndre Jordan was looking to see where his His one of his good friends, KD, was going to go. And I think DeAndre Jordan would have followed wherever KD went because they're pretty good, pretty close friends. And so I kind of knew that when he didn't sign uh, uh, the offer the Knicks put on the table, that he was waiting to see what KD was going to do, whether he was going to come to the Knicks and then he would have signed the contracts the Knicks put on the table for him maybe a month ago, or if. KD went somewhere else. I really believe DeAndre Jordan would have went right along with him anyway. You know that's how it is. Friends want to play with friends. They want to hang out. They want to play with friends. They want to they wanted to play game, play ball with each other, and they don't really get that opportunity coming into the league because you're so busy trying to prove yourself. You know what I mean? And so that's what happened with the Brooklyn Nets, man. The Brooklyn Nets are really looking up right now. Now, of course, Kevin Durant has to sit out a year. But, I mean, they have a lot of nice pieces, man. They have a a lot of nice pieces, man, to hold it down until he gets back. And they actually have enough pieces to make the playoffs. Will they make it in the sixth spot this year? I don't know. But they will probably be in the top eight uh, teams in the East. But you just, hey, I tell you, there are a lot of teams that will be pushing uh The Toronto Raptors, because of course, you know, we got the Kawhi Leonard news too, that he's now, now he's a Los Angeles Clipper. And so now Toronto has lost uh Kawhi Leonard. Well, that was always in the cards. He always wanted to go home. He's a Cali boy. Um A lot of people were saying the Lakers, but I don't see Kawhi Leonard being a third wheel to anyone. I mean, he's always been the top dog, top honcho. And so if he would have went to the Lakers, he would have probably been the second or third wheel, second or third option. And I just don't believe Kawhi Leonard is used to that. I mean, when he was on the Spurs, when he was a rookie, you know, he had no choice but to get in that position and prove himself. But at this stage of Kawhi Leonard's career, he's no second or third option. That man is the first option. Because he's a bad, bad man, that guy Kawhi Leonard. And he's always going to be a first option. And so he's kind of used to that right now. He's definitely kind of used to that, being the first option. You know, when he left um, San Antonio, he was the first option before the injury. And then when he went to Toronto, of course, we all know. He hoisted the trophy over there. He was the first option. So I, I really didn't believe... Uh, when people were saying that he would probably go and play with the Lakers. I thought that, you know, he he did the courtesy of giving them a meeting. But, I mean, all along I really felt that he would be a Clipper. And so now you have Kawhi Leonard as a, a Los Angeles Clipper. All right? Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Speaking of Kawhi Leonard, signing that max deal with the Clippers, the battle of L.A. is now on. The battle of the Lakers and Clippers is now on. Finally, you get an even battle now. And finally, you have two contending teams. And so you're really going to get some bomb burner of games when, when, when both those teams play. And of course, they share the Staples Center. But I tell you what, man, they're going to be battling it out right now. They really are. And it's going to be very interesting. And that situation in L.A. right now is good for the league. It really is, people. That situation in L.A. is good for the league. You really don't know who is the better team. Some might say, you know, the Lakers are the better team because they got Anthony Davis there. But I'll tell you what, wherever Kawhi Leonard goes, he makes that team a whole lot better, all right? And I, I'll be honest with you. You know, with the situation with Golden State this year, I mean, I see uh, uh, the Clippers and Lakers as one and two in the West. I really do. Now, you can't forget Houston, but i tell you, I see the Lakers and the Clippers as one and two all the way up into the playoffs. And I also see one of them representing the West. Before it even starts, provided injury, I see that battle deciding the West, man. The Clippers and the Lakers, all right? Again, you can't rule out Houston. You really can, all right? And they thought that they had a good shot at Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler went to the Miami Heat, all right? But back on the the, the battle of L.A., That's going to be a real strong battle, people. That's going to be a real strong battle and exciting games. Those two teams are going to play exciting games, man. All right? And, and and you know, you just don't know, you know, Coach Luke doesn't know who is the better team. All right? And I tell you what, a lot of people say, well, you know, in order for Kawhi to go there, all right, you'd have to get rid of Danilo Gallinari. Well, guess what? Kawhi only took 140 something. All right? Because Kawhi is a smart ball player. Why get rid of Danilo Gallinari? He's going to be a a cog in there. He's going to help out. Kawhi likes good talent. He doesn't, you know, he didn't need, he could have got 200 million from the Clippers. But then you, if he got 200 million from the Clippers, you would have to move Danilo Gallinari. All right? And so he didn't take that. He took under that. And so that Danilo Gallinari can be a serious addition and a piece to that Clipper team and, a, and, and an excellent player to the success of the Clippers. And so watch out because the Clippers are coming, man. You got to watch those Clippers, man. All right? And you got to watch the Lakers. Any team with, with King James on it, you definitely have to watch. Any team with Anthony Davis on it, you got to watch. And I always tell you guys, I really like Kyle Kuzma. He's growing leaps and bounds. His game is getting better day by day. And so, you know, you really got to watch Kyle Kuzma coming up this season. I think he's going to really, really surprise some people. All right? Kyle Kuzma is an excellent, excellent baller. And so that battle of L.A., people, just sit back and get your popcorn because that's going to be a bomb burner of a battle all right and coach Luke really doesn't know who's going to win that west really is it's it's once the injuries happen and then of course you know Kevin Durant departed and Klay Thompson will be out most of the season and I think he'll be out the whole season why why would you bring Klay Thompson back the end of March i just you know, I think right now, Golden State has learned a valuable lesson, all right? You just can't uh uh pressure players into coming back for the need of the team. And I'll tell you why. Golden State has won championships already. This is not like they, their first rodeo, all right? And so the situation with the two players, Kevin Durant and Klay and Thompson this year, I think they know they made a big, big mistake. One reason why they know they made a big, big mistake, because one of those players, probably arguably the best player in the game, has left the building. And so I know they'll tread lightly when it comes to Clay Thompson next season. Okay? And so if he's coming back at the end of March, you know, you only got about 10 more games in the season. Now... Klay Thompson's a strong competitor. And I can see Klay Thompson saying, hey, I want to get back out there now so that I'll be ready for the playoffs. So I could see Klay Thompson saying something like that. But other than that, I really think the Golden State Warriors building has learned a valuable lesson about injuries, players that are sitting out, players that are injured. You really don't want to push them to come back too soon. I really believe, uh, um, Golden State as a whole, the whole organization learned a valuable, valuable lesson, uh, this past off, this past playoffs. I really think they did, you know? Alright. And the funny thing is that, you know, I don't know, but maybe, maybe, maybe Golden State gave, um, Demarcus Cousins a promise that they will sign him. I don't know because uh, I didn't hear too much about Boogie Cousins yesterday. I heard a lot about a lot of other free agents, but I didn't hear much about Boogie Cousins yesterday. And, of course, he was in this free agent class. Maybe maybe there will be news eventually, but I I didn't hear it. Coach Luke didn't hear anything about DeMarcus Cousins yesterday, and I sure didn't hear anything about him today. So we don't know what's going on with Boogie Cousins, but – I tell you, he might just be staying in Golden State. There's a chance he might be staying in Golden State. You know? So, you know, you you got you got the uh the two LA teams and it's gonna be fabulous to watch. I tell you, it's gonna be fabulous to watch. <clears throat> Excuse me. Once again, tap into all things basketball podcasts on Instagram, follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Like I said, man, Al Horford. Al Horford just went right down the block, people. Al Horford went right down the block. And some are saying he's targeting his former team. He can't wait to get out there against the Boston Celtics. Now, all along, I thought Al Horford looked happy. I really thought Al Horford was happy in the Celtic uniform, people. I'll tell you that. But I I, I know he was happy in the very beginning, all right? But, like, the news that was coming out of the Celtic building that these guys, none of them really enjoyed one another – They didn't like playing with one another. There were skirmishes breaking out in practice every other day, you know. And and now we hear all of this, okay. And the thing about it is Coach Stevens constantly talks about everybody had their own agenda. Um, It was hard to run a practice, okay. But I'll tell you what, you know, it seems like Coach Stevens is pointing the finger all over the locker room. Pointing the finger at all of the players, pointing the finger at everybody else. Well, I tell you what, Coach Luke is a coach too, all right. And I tell you this, Coach Stevens needs to look in the mirror himself, all right. Because I'll be doggone, man. You're the you're the head of this team. You supposed to settle these guys down, man, or start going up to General Manager Angel's office and say, hey, we got to get a couple of these guys out of here. You know, there's something Coach Stevens could have did with this situation, too. You know, instead of now, after the season's over, pointing a finger and having interviews discussing about certain players, all right? Now, you know, and mainly throwing jabs at Kyrie Irving, all right? But Kyrie Irving is one of 12 or probably 15 on the roster, all right? So it couldn't have just been Kyrie Irving, all right? So, you you know, you can't just point a finger, coach. You got to look at yourself too, all right, because you're part of the problem, all right? And so we can't just do that and, and, and say, hey, look, look at these guys. They're not professionals. We know that they are professionals, all right? But if there's a lot of dissension in the locker room, somebody has to take care of it. And you get paid the heavy, heavy dollars to take care of a situation like that. But back to Al Horford, we kind of got off people. Al Horford got a hundred million from the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, and he's targeting. Can't wait for the first game when he gets a gets a shot at his former teammates, the Boston Celtics. And I would, Coach Luke would love to see that game, man, because Al Horford is a very quiet individual. So for him to make these comments, man, he's going to come out steaming for this game, man. And Al Horford's an excellent talent. He's still got a lot of good basketball left in him, people. He really does. Now, he's sort on the entail of everything, but he's got a good five years, six more years left at a high level. I believe, provided no injuries, I think Al Horford can give you five more years. But then again, this contract is what three years, a hundred million. I mean, hey, you know that this is just a wonderful situation. It's a wonderful situation for Al Horford. So congratulations to him. All right, staying in the Sixer building, man. We're staying in the Sixers building, man. This is a big day for Long Island, man. Tobias Harris LI we got a pull LI Tobias Harris 180 million from the 76ers all right now Tobias Harris had stated he didn't want to go anywhere but when when the offseason first started the 76ers were more high on uh, uh bringing Jimmy Butler back all right And so now with Jimmy Butler not wanting to come back to the Sixers, and we don't know why, I mean, but I just feel like Jimmy Butler uh, is a guy that kind of wants his own lane. He doesn't want to share a lane with too many people. He seems that way to me. Now, I don't know Jimmy Butler personally, but just looking at the tea leaves from a distance, you know, just looking at it from Coach Luke's eyes, it looks like Jimmy Butler likes his own lane and really doesn't like to share it too much, all right? Because he's been on three different teams with quality ball players, and so now he wants to go to Miami because Miami has said, hey, we're giving you the keys to the car. We're going to give you the keys to the car. So we kind of got off a little bit, but I tell you what, Tobias Harris got 180 from the Philadelphia 76ers, and he worked hard for it, I'll tell you. He's been around the league. He's been on a few teams, people. He definitely has, you know, Detroit, the Clippers, Orlando. So he's been around. Tobias Harris has been around the league. And so he, in every way he's went, he's been very quiet. He's performed at a high level. And, you know, he deserves this max deal. He really does. And I'm, I'm very, very excited for him. Um, you know, he just did everything right, you know, and when you do everything right and you work hard, i tell you what, you'll get rewarded. You'll get rewarded. And Tobias Harris got rewarded from the Philadelphia organization with 180 million max deal. Congratulations, young man. Once again, y'all know what we got to do, right? And we got to keep doing it. We got to keep tapping in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball podcast on Instagram. Tap in the All Things Basketball podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, we got a lot of good coaches on deck, man. All right? We got a lot of good coaches on deck, and we got more coaches coming in, okay? And so if you need good training, hit that email button, all right? And we'll get right back. Leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download, come on, people! All things basketball podcast is for you. Let's go! All right, now y'all know Coach Luke loved that WNBA, right? Loved that WNBA, and you got some ballers over there, man. You got some ballers. You guys got to start looking at the WNBA, man. These girls, these women are playing hard right now, and those they they definitely stepping up their games every every night, man. I'm telling you. The WNBA is where it's at right now. Especially with the NBA uh sitting down through the summer, you got to jump on it. WNBA, all right? So we got the WNBA recap. You see how I segwayed into that? You see how coach Luke <laughs> You see how coach Luke segwayed into the WNBA recap? All right. Let's go. All right, we had Chicago Sky against the LA Sparks now I'll tell you what the LA Sparks put a whipping on them they put it on them man and of course you know Candace Parker's back in the building now all right and so she's flexing her muscles down there now and Candace Parker's an excellent talent man all right she was out in the beginning of the season but I guess Candace Parker's now is saying I'm back I'm back y'all better look out. All right? And you know the Sparks are loaded. They're loaded with talent, man. They're Kumakay sisters, man. They're loaded with talent, man. All right? And so the L.A. Spark beat the uh, Chicago Sky 94-69. They really put it on them, man. 94-69. L.A. Spark beat the Chicago Sky. And we have one other game. Alright? And it was a bomb burner, man. It was the Phoenix Mercury against the defending WNBA champions, Seattle Storm. Okay? And that was 69 67. Only a two point victory for the Mercury, man. That was a tight, tight game. Okay? That was a very tight game. And that was the only two games in the WNBA last night. Alright, and so that's our WNBA recap, people. Alright. We got a nice little WNBA story that's happening, man. All right. And, and and you know, uh it's about a young lady from China. And her name is Han Su. Han Su, she's the tallest um player in the WNBA. And like Coach Luke said, she's the tallest woman in the WNBA, excuse me, at 6'9", okay? And, and, you know, she's 190 pounds, all right? And so at 6'9", 190 pounds, she's the tallest person in the WNBA. And she played for the New York Liberty, all right? And what's going on? And some people, I, I, I frown on when people say she's a project, all right? Well, she's not used to this this type of um caliber of play just yet, all right? And so they have a shooting coach for her, they got a strength and conditioning coach for her, and they they, you know, the Liberty went out on a limb and drafted her. And so now they're going to put all their energy in helping Han Su become an excellent excellent player. And so kudos to the Liberty for taking this shot. She's only the second Chinese player to, be, to, to play part in the WNBA since its existence. So right now, you know, she's 6'9", and, um, you know, Coach Luke took a few glimpses at her. She gets moved around a lot. She's got to work on her footwork, you know. There's a lot of things that Han Su needs to work on. And so I wouldn't say she's a project. I would just say she's a rookie. <laughs> she's a rookie, like all the other rookies. Okay, now is she a little further on like a Jackie Young of the Las Vegas Ace? Of course not. Jackie Young is coming from Notre Dame, the defending collegiate champions. Jackie Young is a phenomenal ball player. So the level of play that she was involved with was far different from Han Su. All right, Jackie Young and a lot of the other rookies come from the collegiate ranks in the United States. And so, you know, Hansu, you just got to give her a little time to not only get acclimated, all right, get used to, to living in, in New York. Uh, and, of course, if you throw somebody from China in New York into the melting pot, it's going to be difficult for anybody, not just a basketball player, but anyone who just gets thrown into the big city. It's going to be tough, you know. It's definitely gonna to be tough for Han Su, but the Liberty are a team that's very, very patient and they're letting her grow within the system. And that's a wonderful thing. And it's a great WNBA story that we have about Han Su. And like I said, you know, she's gonna be a phenomenal player. She already has a nice jump shot. All right. And so she likes shooting from the perimeter. Well, As you all know, episode 25, the name of episode 25 is Done Deal. All right, well, let's get into that Done Deal. Yesterday, what happened a little after 6 o'clock, one of the baddest men on the planet, KD, Kevin Durant, signed with the Brooklyn Nets. All right, now, Kyrie Irving, earlier in the day, Signed with the Brooklyn Nets. So here you have two mega superstars that have signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Now, the Brooklyn Nets already have a lot of talent. And so now you have a team in Brooklyn that's transcending up. And you also have a team in Brooklyn that will contend for the Eastern Conference. All right. Now, we all know Kevin Durant's going to be sitting out for uh, next season. But I tell you what, the Brooklyn Nets are for real right now. All of a sudden, the Brooklyn Nets have jumped out from the, from, from almost mid level in the Eastern Conference to the top of the Eastern Conference in one day. They jumped from the middle of the Eastern Conference to the top of the Eastern Conference in one day, people. And so now you have it. And that's why this episode is called Episode 25, A Done Deal, all right? Now, you know Coach Luke always felt that that bad, bad man KD would jump into a New York Knicks uniform. But I tell you what, you know, Brooklyn was very persistent, all right? They, they you know, he liked what he saw as far as the pieces that were over there. You know, they got uh, Joe Harris, Spencer Didworthy. You know, they have, they have Jared Allen. They have a young nucleus. The Knicks also have a young nucleus, but I tell you what, I mean, you know, it's, it's apples and oranges and you, it depends on what you like in players, you know? And so, of course, it didn't hurt that one of his best friends in the whole wide world, Kyrie Irving, had signed over there. Okay. And so, you know, that helped a lot and the procedure as far as Kevin Durant making his decision on the first day of free agency. And so I kind of knew, Coach Luke kind of knew, when he when they said Kevin Durant would make his decision after 6 o'clock, you know, we kind of, uh, I mean, I kind of knew that it would be the Brooklyn Nets and not my New York Knicks, you know. And that's why earlier in the podcast, Coach Luke was saying, hey, you know, right now, Coach Luke is, uh, you know, got the Knicks blues. But then again, you know, the Knicks will be all right. They have to build through the draft, all right? That's what they have to do. They have to build through the draft and continue to build through the draft. And, and if they see free agents on the market, keep going for them. Now, a lot of people said, oh, well, the Knicks are the big losers. Well, why are the Knicks just the big losers? There's over 20 teams that didn't make that many moves. So the Knicks are just one of those 20 teams. I don't call the Knicks the big loser. I just think they're a team that didn't get uh, uh, the top tier free agents. That's all. You know, and so, I mean, you know, New York is a media market. Okay. And one of the things that happens with the New York Knicks, of course, they've had some very, very rocky seasons. Okay. But I think. The, the media itself picks on the Knicks. You know, they pick on the Knicks, and they prey on the Knicks' misfortune. And 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 you have uh, sports editors, sports writers, you know, sports commentary. They like to bring up the misfortunes of the Knicks, okay? And so what I won't do at All Things Basketball Podcast, not just because I'm a big New York Knicks fan, it's just I refuse to, to bring up the misfortunes of any team, not just the Knicks, but any team. I wouldn't do it. It's not something that I'm in the business of doing at All Things Basketball Podcast. All right? And so we look at the good and and, and not the bad so much and realize that the Knicks are a young team. All right? And what happened when Carmelo Anthony left the building, what it did was, okay, we're starting from scratch. And so we knew that the Knicks would be starting from scratch. Did I believe that they had an opportunity to get Kevin Durant? Of course I did. But I tell you what, listen, they they still have to continue to build. They can't sit back and cry over spilled milk because they didn't get KD. All right? And so, you know, the Knicks will be all right. The Knicks will be all right. They just got to keep on building through the draft, keep getting young players, But I kind of got off because this is all about what's going on in Brooklyn. Now, Brooklyn has become an excellent, excellent team off of one day. Off of one day, people, the uh, Brooklyn Nets have become an excellent team, and they have to be respected as an excellent team right now. All right? Now, we know Kevin Durant will sit out next season, but even with Kevin Durant sitting out next season, They're still, right, without Kevin Durant, they're still an excellent team, all right? And you're going to have to watch them, all right? And the East is wide open now because Kawhi Leonard has taken his services west. He's taken his services west to the L.A. Clippers. And so the Eastern Conference, just like the Western Conference, is wide open. And you got to love it if you're an NBA fan because it's strictly parity on both sides right now. It's strictly parity on both sides of the fence right now. And so it's a lovely, lovely thing in the NBA. And like I said, the frenzy was incredible. over uh, Close to almost a almost billion dollars in one Sunday. And of course, going into today, over a billion dollars in free agency for the NBA. So it was a very successful day for the league, a very exciting day for the league. And I mean, you know, that's what's going on. It's a done deal, man. And, and, and the Brooklyn Nets are transcending up. And they also put together another piece of the puzzle. They also landed DeAndre Jordan. Okay. And so where I thought DeAndre Jordan might sign back with the Knicks, he left that off on the table and looked to see what Brooklyn was going to do. And once Brooklyn made a move, he jumped over with the Brooklyn Nets also. And so that makes them very, very tough because DeAndre Jordan is also a very excellent talent. And so now you have the Brooklyn Nets as a major, major player in the Eastern Conference. Hey, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, people. It's a very beautiful thing, man, I tell you. And so now, like Coach Luke said, the Brooklyn Nets are transcending up, and they are a major, major player in the Eastern Conference of the National Basketball Association. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, we're talking about the Knicks. The Knicks will be okay. A lot of people seem to say the Knicks are, were the big loser. Well, again, if the Knicks were the big loser, what about the other 20-some-odd teams that were losers then? Because everybody wanted KD, all right? Everybody wanted to take their shot to get KD, but no one wants to talk about the other teams. They just want to talk about the Knicks like they're the soloist team that did not get him, All right. But I understand the hate that the Knicks bring. You know, they're in the Mecca. They got all of the bright lights on them. You know what I mean? And they're not performing the way they should. So everybody want to talk bad about the Knicks. But except for Coach Luke, I won't talk bad about the Knicks. I won't talk bad about the Knicks. I tell you what, I talk bad about other teams that are not that good either. Okay? Now, this year, the Knicks were the worst team in the league. So everybody can use them as the whipping whipping boy. But i tell you this, there are a lot of teams, again, that are not that good. So you can't just harp on one team, all right? You can't just harp on one team. The Knicks, they're going to be okay. They're going to keep striving to get better and better and better. And they're going to keep going through the draft and getting pieces and getting excellent talent. And they're going to look at free agents, too. All right. And so they're going to constantly get better. Now I tell you what. I don't believe Julius Randle. Now they they uh, they opted in on Julius Randle for 62 million for 3 years. I don't believe Julius Randle is a 20 million a year player. I just don't. I don't think he is. I don't think he's a uh uh, uh you know, a 20 Uh, million per year player. And that, I'll be honest with you. But, you know, the Knicks had to make a move. They really had to make a move. And that's the move that they made. They got Julius Randle. Now, Julius Randle's an excellent baller. He's an excellent baller. But he's not, uh, uh, in the point where he's getting 20 million a season. I just don't believe that right now. But I think the Knicks had to make a move. I mean, the media was all over them, and so they had to make a move, and that's the move that they made. They acquired Julius Randle from the New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, they didn't acquire him because he was a free agent, and so they signed him to an offer sheet worth $62 million over the next three years. And so, again, I think he's an excellent talent, but after four years in the NBA, I don't think he's uh, at a point where you pay Julius Randle $20 million a season. And so, like I said, I think it was a dust-up move on the part of the New York Knicks. But, hey, the book on Julius Randle is not finished. He's only been in the league for four years. So we can't rule out whether he's going to be a dominant player or not just yet. I just think that right now, after four years in Coach Loop's eyes, he's not a dominant player. And so that's how I feel about Julius Randle. They also got Taj Gibson. Taj Gibson is a workaholic, man. He's been around the league. He's a hardcore vet. He'll get you a double-double. And so you got some good players. You got some good players, and you got some young players, and we'll see what the outcome will be for the Knicks. And the Knicks just have to continue to work hard and build through the draft they got great pieces. They got a great president in Steve Mills. L.I. He got, you got to pull L.I. Steve Mills. They got an excellent general manager in Scott Perry and they got an excellent, excellent player coach. And I'll tell you what, he's a players coach. David Fisdale. He's been around the block for years and he's an excellent, excellent basketball mind. And so they have all of the pieces to transcend up. It's just going to take a little time. So be patient, Nick fans. They'll get there. They'll get there. Keep faith and keep hope alive because the New York Knicks will get there. Now, will they get there next year? No, I don't think they'll get there next year. But I tell you what, in the next two to three years, you'll start seeing a whole lot more improvement from the New York Knicks. All right, now tap in. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, all right. We got one Kimber Walker, $144 million for four years. The Boston Celtics. All right, the Boston Celtics said, "Hey, we don't need Kyrie. We got Kimba, <laughs> and Kimba's a phenomenal talent, a phenomenal talent. I actually think he can do all of the things Kyrie can do. All right, Kyrie is a little bit better of a finisher at the rim, I believe, but Kimba's speed and Kimba's an excellent finisher too. But where Kimber I think, has an edge is to how how he gets up and down the court." He's jet fast, man, and he'll he'll keep you on your heels. And I also believe Kemba's a much better defender. He's a much better defender than Kyrie Irving. So that's a win-win for the Boston Celtics, and then he's a leader of men where Kyrie has not yet adjusted to leading a team, okay? You know, when, when a team that Kyrie's on starts to lose, he gets more selfish than anything else. And so I think... Um, the Boston Celtics won right out on that one. Kimball Walker is an excellent, excellent player. And so they replaced Kyrie Irving very fast and very well with Kimball Walker. You can't go wrong with Kimball Walker at that point guard position. It was an excellent, excellent move on the Boston Celtics part. I tell you that. And now you have a leader that will command the troops. You have a leader. That'll push the team and be very confident in his teammates. That's what you have in Kimber Walker. And so that in itself will turn things around for the Boston Celtics. But once again, Kimber Walker signed four years, 144 million with the Boston Celtics. Now the Lakers were in the running. The Lakers were in the running, but I don't think the Lakers were willing to give Kimber the max at the end of the day. All right. I don't think the Lakers were willing to give Kimber Walker the max. Okay. And so that's how that went. And Kimber Walker deserves the max. All right. I think the Lakers were looking at it in the sense of, hey, we can give you 80 million for the next three years. And guess what? You can get two championship rings. Well, Kimber Walker, after seven or eight years in the league, I think Kimber Walker is saying, Right now, I need the money. All right. And I need to, you don't always get an opportunity to have a, get a max deal. You just don't always bump into max deals. So when you get that opportunity as an NBA pro, then you better jump on it. All right. You better jump on it and work like heck to get that championship ring on the entail of it. That's what you better do. You get an opportunity to get a max deal. I tell you, people, you better go for it and go for it quick. You don't know injuries. You don't know what can happen. So when you get in that position, I don't blame Kimber Walker. When you get in that position, you better seize the opportunity and get that max deal and think about all the other things after that. And it's setting yourself up for life. You're securing yourself financially for life when you get these max deals, okay? Because I tell you what, you don't want to play basketball and not secure yourself for life. It's an opportunity to secure yourself financially for life, and you should jump at the chance. I'll tell you that. So kudos to Kimber Walker on the max deal from the Boston Celtics. All right. Jimmy Butler. Okay, signs with the Miami Heat. Now, Jimmy Butler, of course, he's a guy that, like I said, like Coach Luke said earlier in the podcast, he's a guy that likes to be a Lone Ranger. I'm finding that out. I never met Jimmy Butler, but this is what I believe about Jimmy Butler. He's a guy that that loves his own team. He really doesn't like to share the limelight. And that's what I'm finding out about Jimmy Butler from afar. I could be wrong, but I'm thinking... You know, he really doesn't like to shine or, or, or share the limelight with others. He really wants all of the bright lights on him. And so in Miami, he'll get all of the bright lights, but I don't know how many victories he'll get, all right? Now, Philadelphia was prepared to give Jimmy Butler the max before they even went to Tobias Harris, all right? But I'm glad Jimmy Butler left because I tell you what, Tobias Harris, L.I., you got to pull Tobias Harris deserves the max and he's an excellent, excellent player also. But back to Jimmy Butler, he re- he received the max deal from the Miami Heat. It's a story franchise, an excellent franchise ran by excellent, excellent Hall of Fame general manager, uh, uh, Pat Riley and Hall of Fame coach. And so you do have the pieces. Eric Spoelstra. Excellent coach. One of the best coaches in the league in Coach Luke's eyes, Eric Spolster. So you do have a lot of good things going on in Miami. And so you got Jimmy Butler now. And then you have, you know, uh, Hassan Whitehead and you got a lot of young pieces over there. And so it'll work out pretty well. It'll work out pretty well. For Jimmy Butler in Miami. And so congratulations to Jimmy Butler. He really wanted to be the lone star. And so he got that from the Miami Heat. He signed his long-term, uh, uh, max deal. And so that's wonderful for him. And there's still moves going on, people. There's still free agent moves going on. And you're going to have to keep and stay tuned to all things basketball podcast to hear the latest developments. And, of course, you can look at other other shows on TV. But you know Coach Luke and All Things Basketball Podcast, we're the best, baby. We are the best. And once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, episode 25, done deal. And you know Coach Lucas still got the Nick Blues. But, hey, the show must go on. I still love this game just like I loved it when I was a seven-year-old little boy. And so, hey, it was a wonderful show. An excellent, excellent, excellent show. And I'll see you guys at on Wednesday, seven o'clock sharp. All right. God bless. Good night.